Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Design Intervention Podcast, a fashion and design podcast hosted by two design professionals. Hi, I'm Susan. And I'm Nicole. We took a break and decided to pivot the direction of the podcast to what we are both currently working on in the design field. This episode, we are going to introduce and discuss both of our design direction and blogs and where we are currently. Yes. So this is going to be really good, I feel. <laughs> yeah, no. So I think that we left off uh, last really discussing the children's wear industry and where we are at. And we what we weren't discussing was what we were currently doing. And we yes. really had a discussion, Nicole and I, on what we wanted this podcast to be about, what we wanted to share with our audience. Um, yes, we have a lot of knowledge about the children's industry, and I'm sure we'll pepper in that as, you know, as it comes up. But we both have really been going strong the last two years in our design blog. And we wanted to introduce those, share the niches that we are in, with that and what we're doing. So Nicole, why don't you let us all know just kind of what you've been doing the last year okay. um, and then share with us with uh, what you're doing with, with your blog posts and your niche areas. Okay. So as we all know, I left the garment industry. I left the children's wear, went into the interior design, design consultant, field and really absorbed the interior design industry and the traditional way of doing things, which to be honest, is not really the direction that I wanted to go into because I am more of a creative and not so much analytical as far as ordering and processing and dealing with damages. So what that led to was with COVID, which was a year ago, I started working heavily on my blog. And I actually used to have a Squarespace blog, which was IQ Design. And that started getting traction. And what I realized was that if I stayed on that platform, I wasn't going to be able to go as far as I could as far as being in the blogging industry. So I mm -hmm. realized last summer, it's actually coming up almost on a year that I needed to pivot into WordPress and to host which is Right. It's self-hosting right. site. It's a self-hosted WordPress site. And we're going to kind of go into some details as we go through. So I'm not going to talk much about that now, other than I have a self-hosted WordPress website and my blog is called Inspired Design Talk. So what I did was I pulled off the blog content or the name and the concept of the blog and moved it over to its own site instead of having it through IQ design, which was more interior design services. So right. I separated that so, off so that it's specifically a blog. Right. So you came up with the name Inspired Design Talk for your new blog post. Correct. Which you felt was I a always very strong, had it. Yeah. I always had it IQ design. Um, I always had it Inspired Design Talk underneath in IQ design, mm -hmm. but I didn't have the URL. So I realized that it was important to have the URL be the same name as the blog name. So that's why I changed it. So the direction of the blog is basically helping anybody who's looking to 
redesign their home or update their home. It's really an interior design, but more of a do-it-yourself interior design, but there is mm-hmm. no budget point. So a lot of blogs either are DIY or they're, you know, finding lower priced items. My blog is really just modern contemporary products that are for your home that will inspire you. And then mixed in is some finds from Walmart, some finds from basically all different retailers I have from West Elm, from Crate and Barrel, et cetera, et cetera. So the focus of a great resource, I'm telling you, it's a, a terrific resource. Thank you. So just to go through a little bit of my blog, it's so we'll go back and forth. So I just want to talk right now. It's focused on interior design. It's focused on inspiring other people to update their home based off the current trends. It's very much about what is currently trending. It's not traditional design at all. So why don't you talk about your blog? Yeah, well, no, no, yeah. And I think it's really interesting because you took your design background in children's wear, you took your design background in interior design and you found your niche. Your niche is interior design. However, you're really giving the consumer or the, the viewer or the person who's reading all the resources so that they can kind of do it yourself design and really pick and choose um, from your type of style, which I love. I use inspired design talk all the time <laughs> when I need a, you know, resource for, you know, uh, you know, counter stools or for pit sectionals or, you know, so, uh. so forth. Like, it's great. Listen, we, you know, we, we did a lot of resourcing through your blog right. posts. Thank so, you. um, yeah, no, it's great. And so what I'm currently doing is, you know, and you're also teaching as well, correct? Yes. So I didn't mention that. So I am during COVID. The other thing that I did was I actually found out that I was still listed as an adjunct professor. So I put my availability in that I was available and they actually called me. So I've actually taught for the past year, a combination in total of five classes in the marketing fashion department. And I've taught advertising. I've taught interior design. I've taught selling. So it kind of has really been everything that I've done the past 20 something years in basically sharing that knowledge with the students, which has been really rewarding, actually. Uh, I think that's great. It's, it's amazing too to go into, uh, into a college class and having a professor that is like has industry experience, but like relevant industry experience and not something from 20 years ago. So I think they really benefit from that. So I, I love it. I think that's great. Um, yeah, so like I said, I am still in the children's wear industry. I'm still designing. I'm still doing that. It's, I'm still finding it fulfilling and listen, has pros and cons. Um, and on my off side, what I'm doing is, um, before work and after, before work and after work, I am working on my own blog post, and that is Double Arrow Designs. And my niche is I'm taking all of that I know in design, um, and I've kind of really um, fanned it out to a couple of different things. So my- And how did is, you come yeah. up with that name? So Double Arrow Designs was something that I had created like eight years ago. You hear my dog in the background. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, you know, eight years ago, my sister and I created Double Hour Designs 
it was uh, after my father had passed away. My younger sister and I both were you know, into design. We did a lot of DIY projects together, a lot of painting furnitures and upcycling and recycling. And it was a moment in time that we created Double Hour Designs as a nod to my father, because if you look at the acronym, Double Hour Designs, it spells dad. Um, mm -hmm. And it was really a nod to our, to our father. And also it, in my eyes, it was kind of like art therapy. So we would get mm -hmm. together once a week, work on a project. And while we were working, we just talked. And it's beautiful. For, yeah. And for a few years, like for two years, we did this and we created really a really nice little small business. Um, and we did everything from painting furniture to repurposing, to reupholstering, to doing uh, little home good projects. And we did a lot of Christmas ornaments. And then after a couple of years, I think it came to a point where we really came to the end where we really resolved a lot of our mourning through, through this process. Um, and then my sister moved on. She is a lot younger than I, uh, and she ended up going for UX design and ended up moving out to California. She's now currently a UX designer for Google. And then I stopped for a couple of years. And then when COVID hit and Nicole and I talked daily, what was I going to do with my design, you know, you know, my design talent? I can do that at work, but at the end of the day, I don't own that. I work for a company. So I really wanted something to call my own to really be able to create, call the shots and really express myself through my own design abilities and skills and creativity. So I resurrected Double Hour Designs I followed suit with Nicole. I had first started on Wix and I realized that that was not going to go anywhere fast. And I then changed over to WordPress last August with Nicole, whatever Nicole did. I'm like, just don't leave me behind. Like I'm following you. And it was, it's really been helpful because we help each other. Yes. It's um, very important. If for anybody who's listening, that is blogging, it's very important that you have a blogging bestie to basically <laughs> talk through what you're going through, because it's a very lonely path if you don't have that. Oh, it is. And also as you're blogging, you're doing all the creative content, but then you're doing all the marketing, you're doing all, you know, everything. It's, it's a lot of work, all the technical, all the SEO, it'll everything. make your head spin. And it, right. And it's a daily, daily, a daily learning process. Work. Yeah. Learning yes. process. And also we always say it's, it's the marathon. It's not the sprint. Yes. So each day, mm -hmm. but I have to say in the last year, um, it'll be up in August. I'll have started this right. uh, on the WordPress. And I think you did too, right? You, yeah. You July 1st. From, oh, you, July you 1st from is Square when State. they had the first inspired design part uh inspired design talk blog post was july 1st okay okay so you and then i started i think my first blog post on double hour designs on my new site was i think august 28th was my first mm -hmm. one but yeah. my niche is a little different than nicole's where she is really geared into interior design and resources um and all of that i really focus a lot on what i did years ago in with my design process in, and I really kind of put it into three buckets where I do furniture, apparel and, and for the home. And really 
what I do is uh, in, in my DIY, I do furniture where I do repurposing and painting. I've been into bleaching wood in my fashion, <laughs> upcycling and, and reinventing uh, pieces and also in the home goods. I've been doing a lot of printables because I'm able to take my graphic skills and really do some really fun printables that are good for organizational uh, things. And then I always like to keep my hand in fashion, you know, where, where it applies. So that's really kind of where my niche is right now is in the DIY art, furniture, fashion, and home goods. So yes. we're both two different bloggers. Mm -hmm. However, we still fall under the umbrella of design. Yes. And what I found was as I started the process, and I want to point out that I've been blogging from 2007 on IQ Design. And through that time, I really had no idea what I was doing. And I think that a lot of designers start out that way. I did the one room challenge. I would blog about events that I went to. I really did not understand the whole concept of that your blog could make money, the affiliate marketing, the Amazon. I didn't understand any of that. And then about a year into it, I started really doing these blog challenges, not a year into it, probably like two years into it, like right before COVID, started doing like these blog challenges where I would try to blog more consistently. And then again, I dropped off with that. And through the reason why I'm bringing this up is because for anybody who's just starting, it's going to take a minute for you to figure out what your niche is and what you're talking about. So I'm I still went, trying to figure mine out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had fun. Puerto Rican recipes on there. I've had uh, a baby shower blog post that has done well. And you kind of, because what they say is that you're supposed to find your niche and you're supposed to like, once something is working, you're supposed to repeat that and continue with it. The problem is that if you're all over the place and then you have like a flan recipe that does well and you have a baby style, a baby shower printable that does well, but that's not really where your direction is. At some point you have to hone in on really what you right. are passionate about because there's only so much right. you can do with those other topics. So where I right. landed was I have room designs, which is where I take my skills from the garment industry. And instead of designing clothes on boards in Photoshop, I'm designing rooms and furniture pieces. And they're great and I, boards. I love them. <laughs> thank you. I do have to put those up somewhere, but so I have those. <laughs> Then I have furniture resources, which can be anything from sofas to lighting, to tile, to grout, anything. Then I also have specific Airbnb subtopic, dorm room, which I've kind of gone away from, but it still gets traction. So I do update that just because it's there and it still applies to design and rooms. But I think it's a, yeah, and I think it's a subtitle. I think that that's, you know, it's doesn't encompass everything, but it, but is right. like a, like a sub and I had a lot of content on that because for a minute when my daughter was going through college, instead of just looking for everything, I was blogging about everything that we were looking <laughs> for. So it was kind right. of like, I have that. And then I do have a small amount of DIY of projects that I've done with my own home. And that pretty much is where the blog topics are. So I've kind of narrowed it down to where I'm really talking about all things related to the home. And again, it's really more of a resource so that if you're looking for side tables, it's like a one-stop shop. You go and you click on the side tables and I have hundreds of side tables from all well-known retailers in every single price point where you can basically 
look at the information that I've provided, see if it's something that speaks to you, and then you can make your purchase. So that's... Yeah, no, I think it's, like I said before, it's it's really a great resource. Um, and I definitely utilize it when I need something. Or when somebody <laughs> say, told me, I, I had a friend looking for a sectional, I'm like, oh, here, here's a perfect blog site to go. You can find, if, if it's out there, it's on this blog post. So... So and the way that that like happened was by accident as well. So you kind of have to, once you start the journey, you're going to start to see that there are certain posts that start to get traction. And that's what really helps you to hone into it. Unless you're that one that comes out of the gate knowing what your niche is, which I think when you're a creative and you're a design person, like industry person, you don't really... Like you're all over the place. <laughs> oh, well, listen, I'm, listen, when I started, I was all over the place. I started doing some fashion blog posts on children's, on the trends. And then I realized that I do that for work. And I don't know necessarily, you know, I'm, I'm an expert at it. I'm constantly researching and resourcing. Um, but I, my, my heart was doing a lot more of the artistic projects and being able to, you know, my sub line on my website is reimagining design. And I really love to see something, an ordinary mm-hmm. object and see the beauty in it, to see what it can become. And I really love the magic in that. So like just recently we're doing a lot of just gene posts where I'm taking them and upcycling and repurposing them. And but it's, it's something that's current that. that's been online, those free people yes. jeans that cost how much yeah. and you've shown yeah. everybody through your blog and your TikTok, which is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting that. That's, that's a whole, that's a whole nother thing. And I think at some point we're going to talk about the difference between YouTube and TikTok yes. and trying to embed a lot of these videos. So we're blogging and how writing a lot of our stuff but also trying to video, I know we're podcasting right now, really to try to find those different platforms to put our messages and our design information out there. And I think this is also trying to find our footing on what works best for us. Right. And this kind of also, I see it as a tool to kind of hold ourselves accountable. Because (laughs) I think if we just are discussing our goals and what our you know, where we're at and what we're learning, it kind of is a reminder of what your direction is. Because when you're working on this, it's so easy to kind of get distracted and to not stay focused. So, yeah. And, and or, or sometimes go down a rabbit hole. Um, yeah. And so it's really kind of nice to come back. So I'm, I'm hoping for people listening to this, I think what we're going to share along the way is what we learned and a lot of what our mistakes were. So hopefully... Mm-hmm people can understand when they want to do a design blog or design videos or how to's or uh, ebooks or any of that, not that Mm -hmm. we're doing that currently, but just to kind of have all that information. Actually, I do have my Airbnb ebook. That's okay. So we have ebooks. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Yes. We do not have courses though. That will come three years out. (laughs) That will. And and it's a lot of work. Listen, to create anything takes time. And I think that was a revelation for me this week where, Nicole, I know that you're, you're really have made this your full-time job. You blog every day. Uh, I know your teaching is seasonal. You do it in the fall Mm -hmm. and in the spring right now you're on summer break. So you have your days 
and you're able to do it. I'm still currently working full time. So I'm waking up super early, really sitting at my desk before hours of work, coming home if I'm commuting or turning off my work computer, you know, work when I'm working from home and then just transition into my blog post. But it takes Which a, is a lot like it's, because it's, it's a, a creative daily job and then it's a creative mm-hmm. morning and afternoon. So I think that because I was doing that when I was in the garment industry and Mm -hmm. it's exhausting because it's not like you're just showing up at a job where you're crunching numbers or you're doing accounting or you're whatever. You're actually designing and using those design skills and that creative energy at work as well. So it is a lot lot. and you're to be commended for that because thank you <laughs> no I just want to I'm like Nicole don't leave me behind I think I, I'm more afraid of, of Nicole leaving me behind because she's so quick and fast at everything but I have to <laughs> remind myself that my pace is my pace um, and I think as long as you're consistent yes. it, you know I might not publish a post every day because I, it's just physically and mentally impossible for me at this moment but if I do two to three a week then that's my target and that's my goal and then I've hit my goal. Whereas Nicole mm-hmm. right now currently is publishing most days. So yeah. I think it really, you have to really see what your comfort level is. And as long as you're consistent, and when I say consistent, it doesn't have to be every day, but it has to be consistent with your practice. I think Seth Godin yes. said that. And he's, he's a great person to listen to yes. in, in and the I creative think that- field. That's the key is the practice and the more content that you put, the more that you will work through what your direction is so that you can get really specific. And I think that without that content, I do know there's other bloggers because I'm constantly looking at other bloggers and there are other bloggers who literally their websites only consist of like 20 pieces of content. And then they literally just like really market those 20 pieces and generate Mm -hmm. income from that. But I think if you're just starting out and you're not 100% sure of where you really, because something that you have to remember is when you're blogging, it's something that you have to be passionate about and something that you have to be interested in because the amount of time and energy, like some blog posts can take anywhere from six to eight hours. Susie, your project. Yeah, so I want to point out that my process is a little bit different. I am pretty much, I can get my blog post out in a day. And if I'm fixing a blog post or adding to it, it could be like four hours. If I'm doing one new from scratch where I'm doing my design boards, it could be anywhere from six to eight hours. Susan, on the other hand, talk about yours because yours can be as much as a couple (laughs) days a week. Well, what I try to do is do a balance between ones that I can really just share some resources or like where I do a lot of my printables because I can design them right on the computer and then share them with my readers. They can download and utilize that. But then my other DIY, where it might be painting furniture, repurposing furniture, reupholstering, or uh, like I had said, I'd done the denim. You have printable calendars as well. That was a whole series. Right. So the printables take a little bit of a shorter time. And then my regular blog posts, I can do that. So I try to pepper in ones that I can do in a day or two or three. And then my longer DIYs will take, I I really need a weekend because I need those two days Mm -hmm. to be able to create. And, and again, 
as you're creating, you also have to think in the back of your mind, take that photograph, take that Mm -hmm. video, because you have to really give your readers a visual. It's Mm -hmm. not enough to just write what you're doing. They need to see, they need a visual. So you really need to diagram out photos of your process. So, and your explanations are fabulous. Like your arrows and your directions. I mean, I was looking at those genes and the information that you had just in the images were so detailed and so direct that anybody really could do it on their own. And I think that that is the beauty of it is that you're sharing things that anybody who wants to try it can do. You don't have to just be a technical designer or in fashion. You're showing how to do it to anybody. Well, I think it's important. I think that a lot of people aren't technically savvy on Mm -hmm. pattern making or how to cut the perfect piece. Or I know I'm not, I know we've had this conversation. Mm -hmm. So I think what I bring to the table is just a little bit more of something that you can DIY. You don't need a design degree for it. You can utilize my diagrams and really it's it's just about a visual spatial thing. my sewing skills are basic. I, I can sew, but basic, but that's all you need on a lot of mm-hmm. my things because if it entailed more, I couldn't, I couldn't be doing it. So, so right. I'm really for the average DIYer as well, but people who right. love the design end. Right. Which is fantastic. Yeah. So we're super excited and yeah, I think that we'll kind of kind of this will be a teaser for where we're going with this so and I'm so excited I'm so excited that we were able to share in our previous posts our background and the children's wear industry and all of that I think it's so relevant in what we do today so it doesn't go away it's not you know we pivoted but we're it'll Mm -hmm. still come up but because both of us in our hearts we're designers we design yeah we create and that's what and that do. was almost living in the past. And we're trying to stay yeah. present in the current moment and even having discussions like we had our great friend Sam on, we had Amy on. So even bringing those people on who are a part of who we are, but really, we really want to share what we're creating currently and what we're passionate about currently, because we feel like that that would bring more value to our audience. Yeah, agreed. Okay. So we want to thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. Hopefully you were inspired by our journey. We are so excited to share our process, design tips, and what we're learning along the way. If you enjoyed this podcast, please, it would mean so much if you would like and rate and review it. Thanks again and have a fabulous day. Bye. We will see you next week.